This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Basement, everybody! <laughs> Especially you, Marissa Roberto. Aww, thanks for having me here. I do appreciate it. That was just last minute. Holy crap, where's Marissa? I'm here. <laughs> Marissa Hi, is jet lagged. She was up at 4 o'clock in the morning. She was in Italy. Ready to party. For two weeks. I was. So this must be surreal. This is this must be insane because we've Everything already jumped hate. right in. We're reviewing things. We saw Expendables, so we're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. But uh, we've done, um, yeah, we like shot a million just... shows in the last two days. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> just back. Just fresh off the plane. Uh, yeah, I've been running. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm living in a dream right now. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe Victor Lucas is sitting beside me. This is pretty cool. Everybody says uh, that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know it happens all the time, and um, yeah, I don't know. I'm hopped up on a little bit of caffeine. Yeah, kind of got the shakes. Um, yeah, because it's. I mean, it's dinner time. Right well, now in Italy. what did you do in Italy? Or it's midnight in Italy. What'd you do? What, uh, what were you? Hang- I what did you- a lot of. I ate a lot. I, okay. I just. I ate everything. Um, had a lot of gelato. Gelato every night. That was the rule. Um, and you don't just get. It's not just a little thing in gelato. They don't. No. They don't puss out. On no. gelato. Uh, they don't puss out on they gelato. Don't puss out isn't any that, isn't flavor. That the, uh, that's the motto. <gasps> that's for, the motto. Yeah, you don't Ital- puss out. <laughs> Italian tourism, right? Basically. Right, okay. Uh, so, didn't matter how full I was, mm-hmm. I went for the gelato. And uh, the, the big theme there is hazelnut and chocolate. So, that's kind of what I tried theme. to do. Yeah, that's what I tried to do every evening when I went for my gelato. I uh, spent a lot of time with family, though. Um, I love them so much. I really do. Did you explain? Okay, I want to hear about your complaints okay, about your family. I want to hear that. Wait, We've, I've heard how a little did you know? taste. Oh, a little okay. taste, but I love them. When you explain what your job is, Josh, really, man, Joshua. seriously, we're trying to do a real oh show. Oh my god, here, here we this go is already. Professional, Joshua. This is live. Well, I don't even know what the hell this Can is. I just say it's live though, over I the internet. Did miss you. Yeah, that's nice. Nice. <laughs> a little love connection happening right here. No, but when you explain what yeah. you do in Canada to your Italian family, do they get what the hell you do for no, your job? Not at all. I want to hear what, um, that, what that sounds like to well, them. Well, first, it's not, uh, it's already, they Because it is the weirdest job in the world. It is. Yeah, they already yeah. understand something about my job. They know that because they, a lot of them follow me on Facebook, uh, so they know that I do something on TV. Yeah. They don't really understand uh, what it is. They just call me uh, journalista. That's what okay, they'll say Okay, that's me. okay. Uh, which is very nice, and I try to explain, like, what it is, and, and uh, I mean, it's really, I I, I didn't do a lot of communicating with my cousins, to be honest. It just wasn't. I couldn't. There wasn't a lot of back and forth there. My Italian is not up to par. And um, did they speak English? No. Really? Okay, well, no. Um, one or two of my cousins do because they live in bigger cities. But um, my family's from the south, and it's just farmland, and they only speak their dialect in that very small town. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, which is fine, but then I only understand that dialect, so I can't really use that Italian in any other big city because they look at you like you're from another planet. Okay, all um, right. But, I mean, I don't know. They do. They think it's cool. I did. Uh, I got my haircut in Rimini, okay. which is uh, a beach town, and um, the guy that was cutting my hair was excited because he has an Xbox, and everybody in Italy has an Xbox. They love Xbox, and... Um, uh, he was explaining to me how he tried to buy a Wii for his younger um, nieces and nephew, but they don't ever play it. He doesn't know why. He doesn't know what to do. So, I mean, I did have a back and forth a little bit. In with, Italian? 
Well, he was speaking Italian, I was speaking English, but we understood each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so there he was, understood what you did. You were you covered right. video games. You yes. talk about so okay. Yeah. Because I always so there was wonder because there's nothing like what we do in no. Italy, right? No, not there's at all. No there are no daily television shows. No, about but there are video games. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Italian television. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't any cable right. where I was staying. Um, but there are a lot of game stops. Cool. Everywhere in Italy, which is the parent company of EB, EB Games. games so Hello, EB Games. We love you. Thank you for your support. Uh, yes, yes, we do appreciate you. Yep. Um, so, of course, there's that. I mean, I didn't really. I honestly, Vic, I just didn't do a lot of anything to do with games or anything to do with entertainment. That's really, cool. I was, You're on vacation. I was, no, yeah. I know, but it's. Still, I mean, but I you want to come really, back to the basement and you feel like you got nothing to offer with I nerd have culture stuff here. Nothing. All right. Well, did, did you have a good time I at the wedding? Yes. It was. You had an I Italian had an wedding that you went. Time. At my cousin's wedding. It was so great. The food was just fantastic. I really can't say enough about the Italian food that I can say. That's why you go. That is why you go. Just to fatten up. You need a lot of pasta and pizza and gelato. Those are the three food staples. Little known facts. uh, My wife and I were married in Italy. I know. In Venice. Because it's an amazing city and everybody in the world should go there. I know. It really is. And and everybody should go to that beautiful country. uh, Okay. I have something to say about Venice, though. Yes. It is beautiful. Yeah. But really, you can do Venice in one day. Yes. Yeah. So people it's, that plan... It's set up for tourism. Exactly. So yeah. people that plan like their whole like plan a whole week there, you really don't need to do that. Um, you want to go to you, Florence? You definitely should go to Florence. Mm-hmm. Uh, poured in Florence when we were there, but it was very cool. Uh, but all these touristy places, I don't really like so much because there's just too many people there with cameras out. And I know I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm with them, but I don't want to feel like I'm with them. You yeah. know, I want to yeah. feel like I'm having my own unique experience. Uh, I saw a lot of penises. I saw a lot of penises in right. Florence. Which is in my face. not different than any other week. Well, it's pretty have. much every day right. of my life. Every day um, that you come here. Actually. Yeah, just penis in my face. <laughs> Sausage <part>. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, there are three ladies in the office here. So it's not a complete sausage fest, but there's a lot of meat around. Um, so Welcome we back. <laughs> yes, I'm back. To, to penis talk. Yes. But okay, yeah, on the beaches there, speaking of non-sausages, the women are just topless on the beach, just hanging out. Um, different culture. Different culture. Different, and all of the bikinis, they're all just like, no, just, there's your, there's your bum. Right. There's your bum. Like right. everybody, so all, everyone's ass is eating their It's a band-aid, bikini. what women wear. Yeah, I guess so. And I don't yeah. really get it because there's not really any gyms there. Zumba is the hot thing, but I don't understand how these women are looking the way they look and eat the way they do. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe we should just all move to Italy. It's natural just... ingredients. And natural it's a lot of walking okay. and bicycling and the healthy li- lifestyle okay. outside. It's not, uh, it's not so sedentary there. That's it's, true. It's an awesome country. It's amazing. They take naps okay. after well, lunch. Well, we were all very, this. very jealous that you got to go and didn't bring us to Italy. Well, look, I tried to bring you back something nice. You did. You brought us okay. uh, some really delicious, uh, I call them uh, savory Italian donuts. spicy donuts. <laughs> they're not. They're tatalis. Yeah, they're so they're good. They're little Italian breadsticks. They're awesome. Well, Victor Lucas got that, but everyone else got uh, dolces. The because, sugars. Yeah, because that's what Italians eat in the morning. It's just sugar well, all let's, day. Well, let's, uh, let's transition to talking about um, the Italian stallion. And uh, and his his new movie, <laughs> The oh Expendables oh, Three. Like wait, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and and his uh, cavalcade of uh, guest uh, stars and co-stars. <laughs> Honestly, The Expendables, it's like the Love Boat in a way, right? It's like, are you old? <laughs> are you retired? Have you shot people in your movies before? Please come aboard and shoot um, some people 
on the love boat. Right, except we're not. So there was a train in the beginning. Yeah, no that was boat. great. Uh, that was so great. I was not. Kate, let's just be fair too. I went to go see this movie with you, but I was just fresh. Have off you the seen plane. the other ones? No. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I, you know what? This would be the best way to start this franchise because this this is a, like the first two were really yeah. insufferable. The first one was just. I mean, they're all kind of annoying, but this one was fun. This one was fun because I think they got the they got the balance. The first one they tried to be such badasses and they just played it seriously, but it was so homoerotic and <laughs> they were all just like it, Wait, like sweaty. homoerotic on what degree? Well, they just, like they, they were all top just a bunch or? of dudes just wanting to like not to do the- anything except hang out with each other and oil guns Bum and things. Touch. Yeah, you know. That's and fine. Like, they'll just be drinking beer, but everybody's got sweaty, glistening arms. <laughs> and they're yes, shirtless. You know, I mean, that was like two hours of that. That was what the first Expendables well, like. Okay. The second Expendables, they threw in uh, the the um, uh, the good cop uh, from uh, Dexter. I forget what his name is. Okay. Uh, but he's the bad guy. He's the villain. He has a terrible accent, and it's just so cheesy and and uh it's like that was a muscle yeah no that was a mustache, that coil. mustache coil so that bad pathetic yeah. uh, i can they I, i've really tried to just remove them from my memory but this oh, one is really popping there's, well, there's some good great, stuff in it there's a great villain yes in this one mm-hmm. uh played by mel gibson yep and god he is just evil i don't know he if he's looks evil like a because in my now, mind i've already made him evil yeah so maybe i just really believed him yes. as this villain yeah um but it was so great. But the exposition that he has is far better than everyone else's. Like he has. Well, they just gave it to him because oh. you know because it feels. <laughs> they didn't want like, to feel his wrath. Well, no, I feel like uh, there aren't a lot of great performers in this movie. There's a few, but a lot of them are physical performers, and they're they're known for quips and one-liners. But until Gibson is a real actor. You know, and Banderas is awesome, but Gibson's a real actor. So if they're going to, you know, in the context of casting and script writing and doling out huge swaths of backstory and dialogue, Uh Gibson's the guy you trusted to. And he actually does a pretty commendable job. He's very freaky. You know, he's he's a scary, uh, he's like Riggs from Lethal Weapon, but, you know, he just kept getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Okay. You don't mean crazy to look at because... Oh, There's, he's crazy to look at. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he was crazy to look at. He, yeah. Um, wild eyes. But so, <laughs> yes, <laughs> wild very eyes, wild. Roberto. Yeah. <laughs> why do I get thrown I into know, it? Okay. I'm like, wait, <laughs> why, like, why am I in this now? But um, no, I feel like everybody looks a little strange because <laughs> a lot of people have had surgeries. Yeah. Um, what did you call it? The putty look? I was trying to think about it with Schwarzenegger, and I don't want to turn this into like the no, ageist no, we don't, podcast. Sure, not at all. You know, it's, that's an easy mark that these guys are older dudes. I think it's awesome that they're all so physically fit and they're game and they're ready to do this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Sylvester Stallone's face was made out of putty, and that he has like a team of people that just sort of almost like Mr. Potato Head just sort of put stuff back in the right I place, know. and it's like. Uh, yeah, and these things do make me feel sad uh, a little bit because it does remind me that I myself am getting older. We're all getting older, and then these people want to have presence on. Yeah, and there's screen. such a pressure on them to stay young, and it's like it's so rare and weird that we see movies like this or Red, or you yeah. know, where there are older action. Like we are well, seeing this now, though, with Kevin Costner's thing sure. and Liam Neeson. What was the last one we just saw? Uh, the one on the plane. Uh no, there was an old old guy back, the CIA operative. Oh, oh Pierce Brosnan. Right. We, no, 
Oh, you no, you weren't there. I, w- I went alone. Yeah. Don't do this to me, Richard. I'm sorry. I'm freaking tired. <laughs> That's come. That, that review is coming soon. <laughs> okay. But uh, uh, yeah, no, there is this. Uh, there is this sort of, I guess, kind of movement. Uh-huh. I think that started with the success of Red to, uh, and the success of the Expendables to kind of showcase these older people in action roles, mm-hmm. and I think that's cool. But the content and the quality of the work has got to stay high, you know? And I think okay. Three Days to Kill was pretty good. The mm-hmm. first, um, what was the Liam Neeson's franchise? The, What's that one called? The, Taken. Oh, Taken. First Taken was pretty good. Yeah. And Expendables 3, pretty damn good. And I think one of the biggest uh, reasons is uh, Antonio Banderas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was a big reason. Look, the movie is not good because it's good. <laughs> the movie is good because <laughs> that that was really insightful. It, the movie is just good because it makes you laugh in moments that you don't think you're going to laugh. Like yeah. it's it's entertaining because it, these guys are just all muscly and they're hilarious and they're having a great time on screen together and yeah. a lot of the a lot of the dialogue is just absolute horseshit. Like it's just awful. I rolled my eyes a lot, but I had more laughs than eye rolls, which is good. Yeah, well, and honestly, a lot of the Dialogue that these guys have said for their whole careers. Yeah. Horseshit. <laughs> right. So right, that's kind that, of what you pay your money for is uh, to go and watch some of these that's true, actually. silly throwaway pieces of dialogue that are meant to be manufactured one-liners. That's and we true. do get them. I don't want to spoil any of them because some of them will hit and be funny. Okay. But I think the, the action set pieces are really well shot, really well choreographed. Uh, there's yes. some really terrible visual effects, especially coming off of the... Uh, <laughs> So expensive but more laughs to be had totally but you know coming off of the expensive trash like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or, or uh, Transformers so, oh, wait, I was going to ask you about that I don't need to see that then right no you do not need to see that yeah no no it's junk uh, and this was way so. more fun than that Way more fun than Turtles and way more well, fun than Transformers. Way better than Transformers. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. I mean, sure, we're not, we're losing the visual fidelity, absolutely, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm totally fine with it. And no and giant robots. No giant robots, but that's fine. We have just giant muscles and, on and, these men uh, that are you know. aging. But that's okay. And it does, and it does, um, you know, it is a fact, it, it, is, it shows us that we get older and that's okay. Even if you get older, you can still do what you, <laughs> you can still do what you want to do. I'm just, I'm pleading with the audience just fine let me get old but just let me do what I want to do well yeah and, and that's, that's what, what I think about because they have all these young stars in there Kellen Lutz is the, the only one that I know but uh, yeah. uh, they'll, they will all eventually be potentially part of whatever the new version of the Expendables will be and I wonder if plastic surgery will be better then or if they will look at some of these older dudes and just say I'm not going to do that I'm just going to let my age uh, my face age Can and we... go that way yeah we you should know? We should yeah, like commend Lauren, the people that are Lauren aging Bacall, gracefully. Yeah, Lauren Bacall just died this this year. Oh, I know. Or this week, this, and yeah. uh, what a what a week! Holy shit! I know. Very God. very awful stuff we, going on right I now. I was yeah I was. This but and I didn't want to turn this into a big depressed podcast. Well, but, well I was uh, gonna call. Yeah. But Lauren Bacall died, and she was really uh, an amazing actor for a very long time, and she started very young, and she just. She didn't do any surgery, and there's a there's a photo that's that's floating around the, the web right now of her older face because she was almost ninety, right? Uh, and she's beautiful, and she's beautiful, wrinkled. and she's smart, and she's yep. outspoken, and oh god, just so and, this woman did so much. And how rare is it to see that in Hollywood? Just to in let Hollywood, these people, but that, right? Exactly. Just go and get old. You know, right. we just don't see that anymore. That's why it's a shock. It's a shock to see old dudes in action. 
And it's a shock to see old dudes still trying to be young dudes. I know, right? but if that's yeah. if that's all they have, I mean, I did watch Goon again on the flight home awesome uh, movie. from Italy, and it's not it's the same kind of idea. Like you're, it's out with the old and in with the new, but you know what? You're still a goon. Like you're still this guy yeah. that's there to just be a fighter, just there to be the action guy. And when you're done, you're done. And that's a fear that I'm sure that a lot of these guys have yeah. in these action movies. Like a lot of them have made their money, and they will have money in the bank for a long time to come, but. Some of them, maybe not. Maybe they blew it they're on. Being, yeah, they're feeling forced out a little bit for sure. Yeah, and I think and this is all glory. of them rebelling, you know, rebelling against that. It's crazy right. to see Harrison Ford in this, you know? Oh, I know. But, but I liked seeing him in this movie. He was fun. He was he, having fun. Yeah, he fit. And I, I don't know, Vic. I feel like you're right. You did lean over to me at one point and say, like, this, this can go on forever. This franchise could really go on forever. Yep. And it could with so many uh, different I mean, teams of people. But I don't, is this still a thing, the Expendables? Is that still going to be a thing? I think they're going to work in some female Expendable uh, cast members, absolutely. Well, that's fine. If this does well, I mean, this might be the end of it, too. Well, I mean, it is heavy on the penis. Well, but I also feel like Stallone, in this movie, he's kind of also making a statement about this franchise. Uh So maybe if this doesn't connect, I think it will. I think it's going to be a hit. Yeah, I'm curious. Are are people talking about this? Do they want to see it? Or are we getting any... uh, comments or feedback about this? They, they were asking who they want to be in the next one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there were some interesting ones that were thrown out. Betty White. Oh. Um, <laughs> Betty White. The Seagal, the Warrock, sure. and there was somebody else, but yeah. No. Seagal, yeah, it's weird that Steven Seagal isn't in there. I think he is so, too much of a douchebag to to right, to work with these, with these people. Yeah. Because and, these and Jane, all... I do remember uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme last time was just so freaky and so weird to see in yeah. that movie. He's had a lot of stuff done. Yeah. But uh, uh, the the word is that Sigourney Weaver is going to be in the next one. Well, I heard that Linda Hamilton. That like, I heard. Yeah, I mean, I heard her name thrown out there too. I just don't know. I don't know if, I just feel like if the name is going to be it Expendables. It is the for Christ's sake. It's no, but if it's going book. to be Expendables, like just fuck off right now. <laughs> just suck my Freaking butt! I like think I don't they'll want just any. Call it the Expendables with ladies. No, is that I, good? The... the Expendables with ladies. No, do you, why do you have to? Why do you have to make it lady anything? It's like when they release freaking pink colored consoles, lady like expendables. shove it up your butt. No, <laughs> lady. Okay, no. we don't need to take it with that. It's fine. Can we okay. just all be equal? All right, sounds. We good. don't. Okay, fine. But there should be more women. I the mean, woman that's in this is an yeah, a, a uh, UFC Ronda fighter. Rousey. Yeah, she kicks ass. Uh, well, she kicks literal ass, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, she's very green. She this is her first an movie. No, this role. not at all. But I mean, this. I mean, if you read this woman's story, she is exceptional. Um, and I do enjoy her. I enjoy her fighting presence. But yeah. other than, I mean, she. I, I mean, th- she could. She just needs a few classes. I think this goes on for another decade, and yeah. I think we see Matt Damon in this group. <laughs> yes. I, I think we see uh, Jeremy Renner. I, I, Jeremy Renner. Probably. I think we see uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I think we'll see. <laughs> You know, honestly, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, they'll all end up in The Expendables, which will be insane. This may end up being the, the biggest thing that Sylvester Stallone has ever been a part of. This might okay. be his legacy, which is insane so, to think. It's just like one last hurrah for actors, kind of like Dancing with the Stars. And it's Lupo. Crazy. My mom okay. watches that. Should, Hi, mom. And that's like a total different, that, that, that ages me, that I even know what the Love Boat is. All right, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Gamescom. Wait, do you, know, do you know what Breaker High is? Okay, whatever. That was a love boat for my generation. Okay, where they had lots of people that had already passed. No, they just they were on a boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was high school on a boat. Ryan Gosling was in the show. Did you do you not? 
Breaker High was on YTV. Okay, whatever. No. I really enjoyed that was, back in the day. I was not watching Brian Gosling and Breaker High. Okay, fine. He was great. I really he's, enjoyed him. He's awesome. Much. Yeah, Hi, Ryan. Good. Yeah, he'll be in The Expendables 20 <laughs> years. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about something else that was good. going on other than uh, Marissa's fantastic Italian vacation in oh. Europe. There was uh, Gamescom in Germany. Yeah, and a lot that. of big highlights, a lot of big events happened. Uh -huh. Any buzz in Italy about Gamescom? No. Were people talking about, like, did, did, did the guy that cut your hair talk about Gamescom? No. No? He didn't at all. I've seen pictures from the floor. I've never personally gone to Gamescom. We've sent people there before. Yeah. Very crowded, very big, and not tons and tons of, you know, new news is revealed. Although this year, I think, was probably... Uh, the the most prolific in terms of announcements. You have a list to share, I And bet. I do have a list of stuff. Okay, so okay. It, the, the big thing was Xbox stuff. Now, if you've been watching EP Daily, this is kind of a recap on some of the stories, but uh, Halo Beta, in, uh, the info on that has finally been revealed. December 29th is when it kicks off. It's going to go for three weeks. You need the Halo Master Chief collection to be able to get in. They've also announced the Halo channel. They are going all the way in on Halo. It's going to be Halo 24-7 I mean, over not? at Xbox. I could listen to that theme play all day, baby. Yes. All day. I just, I, I, do you think that people are going to burn out on Halo? Do you think there's just no. too much Halo? No. What are people saying about Halo? I'm very curious when, if it's no. just too much Halo. No way. No? Okay. No, because you, if you love Halo, you love Halo. You I know, guess like I would be, be... You live in that world. See, I like Uncharted, and I like The Last of Us. Sure. And I love... Um, Tomb Raider and I, I, but there's something about that shooter. There's something about oh, that a game, brilliant game where for you sure. could when you're done when you you've wrapped up just one session you want to go back in again and again and yeah. again. Like there's no putting the brakes on. I think Destiny's going to deliver a lot of that too. Though. Sure. You know. Okay. So that's you know if you're a Halo fan, get ready to freak out because this next it. year is going to be Halo everywhere in every direction. Okay. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider obviously blew up all over the internet. This is the uh, uh, reveal that it's going to be Xbox exclusive for mm. the holidays of next year. Um, they went up on stage. We, we talked about it in the show. Every outlet that covers video games talked about it as yeah. an exclusive uh, the the day it was announced, and then the next day it was revealed, timed it's exclusive, timed, yeah. and it became this um, discussion about the value of exclusives in, you know, current game, uh, the current sort of status of the game industry, and mm -hmm. what this really means. And you know, obviously, people that bought the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition for the PS4 were feeling a little bit burnt out and pissed off that uh, of they're not going to be able to play the the sequel, which looks incredible, by the way. Um, but you know, I think eventually everybody will. What do you think? This does it does it help Microsoft to have this news and and then this follow up news? I don't. I'm, it's follow up news, but that's classic Microsoft, though, yeah. isn't it? Like we've had when we get news from Microsoft, I feel like we get the news and then, then we all more sit, stuff comes. We all we all say things that we we all express our right. shit with them, and then they explain themselves again. So this is not anything new. I mean, I can't really. Uh, I I don't know. I feel like this is going to be good for them if people are really wanting this game right away. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's going to sell consoles. How many more consoles is it going to sell? Well, the, the I mean, big, the big sort of question mark about this game was that you know Square Enix went out and publicly kind of admonished their team, saying it didn't sell enough the yeah. first one. And then the, the definitive edition became one of the best things to buy for the next-gen consoles at the beginning of the year. So it actually did make quite a bit of money. Uh -huh. But then they're going to automatically cut their 
you know, audience share at launch right. down by a tremendous amount by just making it exclusive to one or I think it's going to be on 360 and Xbox One. But they're really kind of see it's like Square's making well, a but, big mistake. but the other side of this equation is that perhaps Microsoft has actually funded development on the game to make this thing even possible, even to but, keep this well, thing yeah, going. Well, yeah, they wouldn't do it if they well, weren't getting a yeah, buttload no, of money. Square's getting tons of money for yeah. sure, and you know financially it makes sense for them to take that money because it's it's guaranteed revenue. Of course. But uh, at the end of the day, though, I mean, is this going to help Microsoft? Because now everybody knows that it's going to come to the other machines. And does it feel like... I don't the know. Thing, the I... thing that's different, I think, about the industry now is that there are so many instantaneous ways to get this information out mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And there are all so many more ways, uh, so, much, so much more competition, so many other ways to be engaged by entertainment sure. out there. And people have a lot of options. And I feel like this idea of locking down a limited time exclusive on a, mm -hmm. on a game or even DLC, it, it feels not progressive. It feels, you know, backward looking. And I, this would be the same if it was Nintendo or, or PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they, there is uh, an example of this with Nintendo because they're funding Bayonetta, mm -hmm. the, the sequel Bayonetta right. 2, which is as, as far as we know, going to be exclusive to the Wii U. Um, and I guess in those cases, if they buy a game and bring it over, that's yeah, one thing. But right. if they don't buy a game, right, and they just sort of lock it down for a little for bit, for a little while, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I feel like the the traditional you, business needs more than that now. Okay. You know, like Xbox owners need more than. Oh, Xbox owners need a lot more right? of everything. No, 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 absolutely. If I was just an Xbox owner yeah. on my like that was that I didn't have anything else, I would be vexed right now well, about so lot, many things. A lot of people got pissed that yeah. blew up, but there was a lot of other announcements for Xbox owners, and some of them are okay. that there's going to be a white Xbox uh, available at retail, which I'm psyched about. That thing looks like a stormtrooper. It is so damn cool. Don't, you're not going to get that, are you? I probably am. Yeah, oh like I, I have a white TV at at, at home. Okay. Which, this would look great. Anyways, it, it comes with uh, Sunset Overdrive. Um, there's an Advanced Warfare bundle, with, which has a kind of two-tone gunmetal Xbox One, which kind of looks like the Titanfall uh, you know, possible Xbox One. That, I think Dev Team got the Titanfall Xbox One, but nobody else did. That's okay. going to be available. But all these things aren't piss games. Me, no, they're not games. And they yeah. piss me off as an owner of an Xbox One already. Right. And I feel for the people mm. that already invested in these Xbox Ones. The ones that invested right away, the ones that waited outside in line to get right. it on launch Spent day. Spent 500 bucks, got Spent the Connect. Spent so much freaking money and yeah. had the Connect now because all of these improvements are being made now. So, And I just feel so bad because these people defend to the death their decision to buy this console. And it's making... Um, just I feel like it's making us look like fools and I'm dragging myself into the mix even though I shouldn't because I have you know I'm spoiled with the systems that I have but like how can you god it's just so shitty to see all these awesome things coming out now for this console that you've already invested in what are you going to do with this console right. that you have now what are you going to do with your Kinect that you have now yeah like you, you're you're stuck the, with what you got. Well, and I, I think Xbox had a good showing at E3, and I think they had yeah. some good stuff to show off about software that's coming to the Xbox One. But it does feel very slow right now. It does all of this stuff feels yeah. about the future? I mean, there's going to be the Fable Legends beta, multiplayer beta, going off on October 16th, mm -hmm. but that doesn't come out until next year. 
but there is some indie stuff, and I think one of the standouts is that Ori in the Blind Forest. That thing looks beautiful. And uh, Quantum, uh, is it Quantum Break, I think? the uh, Quantum Break. From Remedy, that's going to be incredible We've been next for that. year. Yeah, yeah, for a while. Next year's going to be the year, I think, really, for <gasps> a lot of the big, the big stuff on, on Xbox One. But, you yeah. know, a pretty good showing with, a, I think, this exclusivity announcement that uh, I don't know how much good it's going to do for Xbox. I think it's going to do good for Square. They got the dough. They're going to finish the game. I think it's easy to hate and, on Xbox right now. Right. And I, well, and if the game is great then and really great, then it will yeah. sell Xbox One. Um, it will sell well on Xbox One mm -hmm. to the established uh, crowd that's out there. And it will be the answer for those uh, because Uncharted 4 will be the game that goes up against it at the same right. time next holiday. So it will be, if you've got an Xbox One, Ooh. you're going to have this exclusive third-person action-adventure game with an awesome he uh, heroine. Sure, but um, for how long? Well, you'll have it. PlayStation no, I know, 4 owners will only be able to get Uncharted. No, I know, but the exclusive tag, like yeah. how long? You won't have that for very long. Yeah, that will be very interesting to track all that. This This holiday and next holiday are going to tell some really big tales. I mean, yeah. what uh, Keeley just tweeted out today, which I think is pretty interesting, within the same nine-month time period as the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, mm -hmm. console sales are up 80% for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Okay. So demand for these machines is enormous. It's there. Enormous. We want to so play great. awesome games on these awesome systems, but we need more awesome games. And, and 2014 is looking quite... Thin. I mean, there's going to be yeah, some good stuff, but we want to see a lot more. Anyways, that was a, a big chunk of the Xbox announcements. There's, okay. there's a lot more details if you go to, to the EPN.TV site and, and watch some of the vids that we put up there. Mm -hmm. uh, PlayStation has uh, the Tomorrow Children coming from uh, Q Games. I think the, the guys that have been uh, doing the Pixel Junk stuff, this is a third-person thing. Um, with kind of not, not super, super glossy next-gen graphics, but uh -huh. I think they're going for... Uh, uh, stylized kind of vibe. Um, I like those guys though. They always come up with really clever games. And they're good game makers. Yeah. And Bloodborne, uh, they showed a little bit more of that. This is from the the, the guy that brought out uh, Dark Souls. That's going to be fun. And I know That's if anybody's really into the Dark Souls games, they're going to dig this quite mm -hmm. a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, Destiny, Sony's really kind of taking ownership of, even though it's going to be out on Xbox One, it's going to be, I think, coming to PC. <laughs> it's coming to 360 and PS. It's coming to everything. Um, but Sony wants you to play it on their machine. Oh yeah, they do. And the PS4 is really kind of owning the marketing and the and the messaging around this game, uh, and they got that beta early. Yeah. Uh, that's coming out September 9th, and I think you know the more and more that we hear, the more and more that we see. I don't like that we know about the DLC already. For Christ's sake, it's already supposed I to be this huge, massive thing. That's I don't annoying. really want to know yet that there's more to buy. Like within well, a, two months even, of this know. thing, you know, let, know, let it come out first, you know. I know. Um, but uh, that should be that should be really fun. Until dawn, I didn't even know that this is a like a horror movie video game. Gross. That was shown off at Gamescom. I, the guys told me that I did the interview on this thing in 2012. Jesus. Christ. And I, I I had totally forgot about this game. I had no idea. Oh but, my God. but it's been in development for a long time. It was apparently supposed to be on the PS3. Did the interview? Yeah, and I. I now that I think about it, I can vaguely remember talking to, the, to <laughs> oh these God. guys about that game. But God, I, I can't believe. I it's guess sometimes, it, yeah, it, it takes forever to get these yeah. things out. I just don't like that it's not their horror game. Hellblade from um, uh, the guys that brought us uh, DMC. That's uh, Ninja Theory. And also um, Heavenly Sword, Ooh. which this kind of looks like 
uh, I guess, a spiritual successor to Heavenly Sword. What? Cool. Okay. That's coming to PS4. Yeah. Um, and then um, uh, they're bringing Tearaway, the, the Vita game. Yeah, that, so sweet. That's pretty rad, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's cool. Uh, you know, it's, it's not the greatest news that the Vita isn't getting a lot of love and attention, especially because... Are you that surprised? PlayStation TV is coming out in October. I can't wait to play my Vita games on the TV, but there wasn't really any big love or announcements again for See? the Vita, which is a very capable system. Okay. But, Frustrating. Yeah, but you're not going to... Why would you make a game for a device that you're not sure if people have? Well, they, I mean, you, you come out to market with this stuff. These like the, A lot of people have the handheld. The they still are trying to sell this damn thing. No, I know. It's an amazing device. You should definitely have a Vita. Go and buy a Vita. Enjoy the games on the Vita. But you're right. They've got to tell us about what the future is. And they're, I know. They're forgetting uh, that people want to know. Anyways, uh, Tearaway Unfolded is, is what it's called. It's coming to the PlayStation 4. Journey, Thank Unfinished you. Swan. Oh, and uh, one of the games. interesting things is SharePlay, which is this idea of uh, sharing a game that you own that your friend doesn't mm -hmm. over an online connection so you guys can play together that's so great they, so you can try a game which is pretty cool yeah you know that's such a great I, thing. I mean it, it's coming out soon it's coming out in the uh, playstation 4 2.0 it encourages uh, people to make friends well it does do that it, it'll let people taste test some stuff and the first game I thought about is Towerfall Ascension, which is a great uh, locally made <laughs> yeah. uh, indie game where it's kind of like a uh, like a eight bit or four bit even. <laughs> it looks so old, um, uh, you know, kind of Smash Brothers esque fighter type thing, and basically yeah. you're just shooting arrows at each other. Uh, but it's Good so time. tuned and fun. But mm -hmm. you need it's local. You need four people in front of a TV, which we don't always have these days. No, I don't. But now with SharePlay, that removes a little bit of that, and you can actually jump on board with uh, with people on different couches. And that's so uh, great. No germs. Good. Yeah, I, I think really that's pretty enjoy cool. That. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I mean, it's. Uh, that was Victor Lucas's list. The little recap. And the other thing that I keep hearing murmurs about, although I don't have the, the details in front of me, is that uh, PlayStation Now, Sony is looking at a subscription oh. service for that because the pricing is terrible mm. on these things. Like, they're I so know. out of whack. They're trying to be like blockbuster video games from 10 years ago. Well, like, the, the rental out. stuff. I have the beta. I'm on there. And it works. Oh, I wasn't sure if you could talk about that. Okay. Yeah, it works really well. Um, and I'm really impressed with the technology, but the pricing is dumb. Like, honestly, you're not going to want to, you know, rent a, a five-year-old PlayStation 3 game for eight bucks for... Ooh, God, no. I don't, I, I, some of the prices are just out of whack. Hello? I think they need to go to subscription, and once they go to subscription, that's going to be an incredibly that's progressive That's crazy to me when they're giving thing. away amazing games if for PS Plus members. That's insane to me. Those prices are... And that'll be interesting how many new people, if it's an additional... Yeah. Because, I, like, how many more... Because they're, they're having an incredible success with this with PlayStation PS Plus. Plus. Yeah. So I don't know if well, those amazing. gamers will say, okay, I'll pay another five bucks or at 10 bucks a month to get PS now. 10 bucks now. is a little steep. I'm not going to pay $10. Well, I mean, they've already got hundreds of games on, on the beta, you know. I know, but if I'm already playing, if I'm already paying for a membership, yeah. I don't want to pay an additional $10 in the membership that I'm already... It's crazy. We are moving towards this world of... Uh, I'm, of cheap owning, people? Well, no, but of owning less and less physical... Yeah, you know, I know. The, I know. You, you know. want the collection. I love looking at my collection. I know. Anyways. Well, I feel like Josh has been waiting... With bated breath. A little Q and A. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got some stuff here. Um, awesome. Hello, everybody. Hi. Thanks for watching, by the way. Thanks for, um, thanks for joining us. Four hundred three asked, "What are you guys? Uh, what games are you excited from Gamescom?" 
Uh, I'm excited for Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how much of a huge presence this had at Gamescom, but I'm really getting stoked for uh, Disney Infinity 2.0. I, I know that there's a big uh, summit right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I sure. just I, I want the Marvel characters and that and all of that stuff smashed in there, you know. Uh, and Destiny and hockey and NHL. I like how you smash in there. Um, <laughs> yes, I no. Okay, I would like to try out Disney, like the newer version, just because the other one wasn't that much fun. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy it. So okay, I'd like to. I'm excited for improvements on things for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't get it up right now. Well, you've, I'm been, sorry. you've been on a vacation. I'm, okay. You've been on a vacation. We get it. No, I'm sorry, everybody. I, you Maybe know, next one, week. One game, I'm super excited about Tomb Raider. I can't wait for that game. One game I'm a little hesitant to be too excited about, and I, you tell me if this is true. What? For you. What? Sunset Overdrive. Oh. I, I love wanna, Insomniac. I I didn't want to bring it up because I love Insomniac. They too. make awesome games. I know. And I, I like the charm and the quirkiness of the uh, trailers that I've seen so far. Yeah. There's a, and the, the the humor. I like I like all of that stuff. I I don't know. I, like there's something that isn't making me super super pumped and crazed to go out and get. Like I'm I'm well, more excited about replaying Grand Theft Auto Five. On next oh, I know. It's going to be so great. Sunset <gasps> Overdrive right now. And we're going to play Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare yes. on PS4. That's going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting up for that one <laughs> right now. Um, but no, you're right. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. I, I did have some hands-on time I, with I, it. Maybe that's um, going to be the great surprise for us, though. Maybe it will be, <sighs> it will be you know, a, a Game of the Year contender. Maybe it's going to be so awesome because our expectations aren't... Well, I hope it is for them, but... I don't know. There's, I there's, hope so. it's, in, it's insomniac. There are an ama- there are amazing weapons. I mean, hilarious weapons. There's a lot of humor awesome in this people. game. Awesome people that make this game that just love video games. I mean, yeah. the story behind it too, how they're making it because of the way that their daughters interact with one another and the way that they are and that their fathers now. I mean, just, just the story behind it is enough of a sell for me. But I can't. I don't know. You're right. You're you're right. There's nothing about it that uh, screams play me now. Yeah. Uh, when I see it, unfortunately, but. I mean, it it might do really well. They're they're definitely spending a lot of dough on marketing. Holy crap! I am uh, stoked to play Bloodborne. Although I have to be honest, because we don't review the Dark Souls games, it's usually Ben and Jose that have been doing that. I have Thank them all. God, I uh, I I, God. I really love my tastes of them, and I want to sink my teeth into no pun intended into Bloodborne. I think that that's going to be. Uh, uh, a great grand addiction on a, on uh, some powerful hardware. Sounds so I, like, I, I want to see that. Sounds like my nightmare. Any other Q and A's? Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Um, Greg, I didn't write down the number. Hi, right. Greg. Zero one eight four, I think. Yes. Well. Um, Crisis three is free Sorry. on the PS Plus. Right. Um, is it worth downloading? It was disappointing, but absolutely, if it's free. What? If it's free, what are you even asking us well, for? I've, Just download you know, it, man. We're living in this spoiled age of time is is money, though, yeah. right? Everything you need to download. Is hold up, you need to download Proteus right, right now. See, uh, but there are so many amazing games that are free right now. But do- Road Not Taken was free oh as well. Oh my god, are but you yeah, kidding Crisis me? Crisis yes. Three, slick. It's a cool game. Yeah. But Crisis Two was was a better game with with uh, I think. Uh, cooler tech for its time than Crisis 3 was sure. and also a better story like it, there was something about Crisis 2 that really kept me you know in that space in that zone I kept thinking about it when I wasn't playing it Crisis right. 3 it was like okay I've been here before I've done a lot of this stuff the the bow and uh, arrow and the sort of the 
you know, that kind of, that we went through this phase of everybody. We had, went through the biggest the bow, bow, bow and arrow, arrow phase. Because yeah. I'm playing through The Last of Us right now, too. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm, I'm chasing around deer with, Even uh, the last with Tomb Raider, yeah. And Tomb Raider. Yeah. And, you know, we all had these bow and arrows in all of our games. But that was one of them. Cool tech in that game, for sure. I just, just didn't like it as much as Crisis 2, which okay, was Okay, fine, a but it's a game that for people, free. for free, that, you know what, if you don't like it in the first 10 minutes, you can delete it. Yeah, I don't, games ask more of, more from you than that, and there are so many free things now, it's, this is my, my great fear, you know, like the valueless game, and how do we, you know, how do we honestly critique this stuff if there is no price to pay other than your time? Right. You know, but I think your time is valuable and I don't think you should spend time on mediocre stuff or free to play stuff that you're just grinding out and not having a good time with. I think I think but we should games, all. But these games did not start out free to play. These you didn't have to pay some coin for these things. I, I know, so, but, but but now they're just looped into this because of PlayStation Plus or whatever, they're looped into this free basket. Sure. So suddenly I, it's I a know. disposable I, piece of media. I think of, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like PlayStation Plus is on a different, they're in a different basket right. completely for me. If, oh if, yeah, then. If it's a, it's a game that I'm looking at that I've, I've thought about for a little while and I see that it's free, there's no question I'm going to download it. Yeah. There's no question. This, I know I understand completely what you're getting at, but when it's something like that, when it used to have a price tag on it and you're getting a discount of free, yeah. then yes, definitely download it. And I spend some time with it, for sure. I mean, it's worth a go. People people poured their blood, poured their sweat into these games that are now available for you to just try over free. You can have a little taste it of is, It is an incredible luxury. I do yeah. feel, though, that time is very precious sure. and you should spend your time on stuff that makes you feel very good like because there are, there are lots of very worthwhile experiences out there and if it costs yeah. to have that it usually is worth it right you know i'm not arguing with you victor lucas i i agree yeah i agree time is valuable time is valuable Especially but game time. I also like a good discount. Yeah. <laughs> well, PlayStation <laughs> Plus is clean it up, you know? And some people have more time than others, for sure, you know? And, yeah. You know, and, you know, there's also, like, if you're in the game-making sphere or if, even if you're just a hobbyist and you're, like, modding stuff or you're in Minecraft and you're building things, even playing shit games yeah. can be incredibly educational and you can pull something out of it. Uh, when when Rami Ismail was here last week, and we were talking. Yeah, you were busy when I was away. Yeah, it was it, it's it's been really fun. Been doing a lot yeah. of a lot of things, lots of reviewing. Scott's you know been into the office a little bit. He'll be back yeah, soon. Keep missing him. Yeah, but uh, uh, the, when those indie guys were here last week, Rami, who lives in the Netherlands, said that he went to his local game store because uh, he was going to be traveling. He said, "Give me five portable games." Four shit ones and one great one, and and I guess you know if you're a game maker, yeah, that's important. You need to kind of understand sure. market conditions Research. and choices, and yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're a game maker, PlayStation Plus is your best friend. You know, absolutely. And the Xbox Games with Gold is your best friend as well. That's so cool Nintendo, that you did that. Yeah, get I on know. It. That's Where's really your free cool game that you did month? that, though, Victor Lucas. What's that? That's really cool that you did that, though. Uh, you chatted with those dudes. That was so fun. Yeah. That was Brian Provinciano, too. I know. Hi, he, Brian. He set that all up. What up, buddy? He, he reached out. He did an awesome job. Uh, I love that love guy. Love that guy. And apparently, yeah. he is super, super psyched about the Expendables. He is jumping out of I bet you he's seen it twice already. It just came out. <laughs> I bet you he's seen it twice. Uh, it's hilarious. Look, I know I mean, this is definitely a dad movie. 
for sure. Like my dad is gonna right. love yeah, that's this a good movie. Point. Yeah. Um, I just I mean, we're going back to dudes. it. But okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, I think there's a lot of things in this for ladies to enjoy as well. My mom's not gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But I mean, it's whatever. It was a good time. Just go. I mean, just don't, just stop watching Transformers. God. Damn it. Stop <laughs> watching that terrible movie. Still making so much dough. I know. I still need to see Guardians of the Galaxy. I still need to see oh, it. Well, that's what weekends were made for. Okay. I, I think Brian's in the chat, actually. Oh, is Brian? he? Yeah. Awesome. Say hi back to him. Awesome. Love you, buddy. Hi, Brian. Hi. All right. Well, I'm sorry um, I missed out on you. Uh, I know that you are jet lagged. If anybody tired. else has any questions for us or, yeah? I'm super tired. Um, what, what you got, Josh? We didn't, you know, can we just, okay, sorry, Josh. Yeah, no, no worries. I got one from... I'm going to pronounce this carefully. Okay. The A.S. Holic. So we'll. Assaholic. <laughs> it's good to see you. Um, <laughs> always a pleasure. Always good to your, try and pronounce your, that without. Your, your, your reputation precedes you. <laughs> For all the announced games that have been delayed, which game do you think will benefit from the delay? Mm. Uh, well, this actually is a perfect segue into Toy Break this oh, week. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. It's Batman. Come on. That's going to benefit huge. Of course it is. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. No, I, it's fine. <laughs> I'm exhausting everybody with my Batman. No, no, no. You don't even show oh, off yeah. the posters. Yes. I, I don't know if you this can. This is uh, post Comic Con. I don't, I don't know you if don't you can kind of see, see it. it. On it's Instagram, okay. you can sure. see, see that. And I have another Batman, uh, uh, smaller one. I'll take a picture and put that up on Instagram as well. Uh, went a little Dark Knight crazy. You're seeing some of the stuff on EP yeah. uh, where we interviewed, you know, Troy Baker and Adam West and Kevin Conroy. I cannot believe the incredible... You interviewed those people. Yeah, I did. The incredible <laughs> Comic-Con. Um, and Arkham Knight had a big presence there. One of the coolest things was the... Uh, did you not show this off yet while I've been away? No, we have not done a toy break, a real toy break since San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. This is what I bought. I bought a lot of stuff at Comic-Con. He wants so I, much I didn't want to, That's a but lie. I did. Um, I, well, part of it was I passed the Mattel booth. I don't know if you can <laughs> see this very well. And they had their collector thing, and there was no line. And then I saw that they had the Arkham Knight Batmobile, which is astounding. It is so cool. I love the design because it's like, Brian, back me up on this, okay? It's like the uh, retro style. Uh, did you, you know, take this out when Brian was here? Oh, he's a huge bat nerd. Oh, okay. He, All right. He, he had a, a like bat he whipped it out again. Like I did. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's like the classic style Batmobile and the Tumbler mixed into one. And of course, we all know that in the game, it has the ability to morph and turn into this sort of tank type thing. It makes sound effects. It has machine guns, rubber bullets. They keep telling, Dax kept telling me that it has rubber bullets. And then... Uh, Batman in his Arkham Knight costume is in the. Of course, Batman's in there. Like, why would he be? Of this new Batman, um, deal, which is just so. Yeah, like every time I see this, I get really happy. The day we got back from Comic Con, uh, we were in the studio, and I had to shoot. Uh, okay, that's enough. I had to shoot the news, and I was in the middle of shooting the news, and Victor Lucas takes <laughs> this thing out and starts playing with it in the studio, like we don't have jobs to do, Victor Lucas. This is the most important thing of the day. Serious business. This is the coolest car <laughs> in games. This is one of the coolest things I've ever it seen. It is very cool. Look, there's a close-up. Look at how awesome that is. <laughs> this Can is, you see it? yes, it's very dark. it is Look dark. It is. it is very... Right? I don't really like that, though. It's. Been... I know. It's not, it's not supposed to have weapons, but... 
Uh, well, I don't cool. like that it has weapons, number one, but I don't like that um, it's just so clangy when you open it up. Oh. Like, it's so clangy. Yeah, well, it's, you know it's a toy. Okay, fine. It's a but toy. I... But it makes a lot of it noise. It looks like it was an expensive toy, so it was I expect... 85 bucks. That's an expensive toy. Well, you know what? Like, the thing that, that blows me away is that I didn't even really... Like, we just saw the announcement of this yeah. like three months ago. And then at E3, they had a life-size model of this thing, which I hung around Witching, for most of everywhere. I, was, I really just was like in awe of the thing. I was at that booth all the time, just taking like with my mouth open going, that's all the All of Friday, mobile. he was just standing there. Uh, but, and then a month later, you could buy the model of it with the figure. I, I couldn't believe it. I don't think I've ever seen that kind of sort of speed on production before. Yeah. So I came away with an awesome Well, that, see, that's why it's all awesome clangity. Yeah. Speed on production. No, no, it's really well designed. You, the wheels are great. And the gun's I, a little I clangity. It. It's, it's a little clangity. I love it. It's one of my um, favorite bat things. What is it, Josh? So your answer is uh, um, Arkham Knight, I guess? Arkham Knight <laughs> is my, yeah, that's my answer. That's going to benefit the most from a little bit of a uh, delay. Um, yeah. God damn what it, Mitchie Lucas. I don't, can we... I don't know how much time we have left, and I don't. I would really like to. It's up to you, Sleepy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this may be I, the first podcast where my I, co-host falls asleep. Listen, I am. You're doing great, though. You I'm really are. Really trying. You are. Um, and I've only had one coffee today, which is pretty fantastic. We're impressed. But wait, no, I don't want you to be impressed with me. I All want right. to talk about something that's really sad, if we can, for a second, because I was really sad about Robin Williams. Oh my God. Yeah. And I know that we don't want to make this like a sad, whole sad thing, but holy crap. It's just like, and now see, I'm going to start crying. I sh I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought this up, but I'm really upset about it. I, oh, the whole world is, you know, yeah. the way that he uh, left us and, uh, uh, yeah. you know, the legacy and the what we know of him yeah. has all just been light and joy. And, and uh, the guy was able to interpret, you know, marvelous things in the world and re-deliver them to us in, in these amazing performances and stand-up pieces. And he um, was one of a kind, man. It just brought so much joy to so many people. And yeah. I just get, I get really sad when I think about um, just the whole depression side of it and what that must have been like for someone like him because he brings so much to the table every single time. Like he's out to make you happy when yeah. he interacts with you. Yeah. And well, you got to meet him. I interviewed Which him is. on the floor. He's a friend of Bing Gordon, who is one of the co-founders of EA. Yeah. And I know, I know Bing. And, and uh, I saw him on the floor. He was walking through, and I asked Bing to introduce me to him. Yeah. And he said, sure. And uh, so I met him, and I just started talking to him. And it was crazy because, in uh, you know, he is acutely aware of his presence yeah. and uh, what he's going to bring. And I, you know, we're, we're all, we all know how it's going to be when you talk to Robin Williams. Of course. He, he's just going to get wound up and start <laughs> spieling and being so rapid fire and funny. Yeah. And I, you know, you just try to keep up. You just yeah. try to like ride this crazy horse ride of your conversation. Right. But what happened is I started talking with him and I asked him if he was having a good time. And I, I, uh, I, I asked him about his daughter. Oh, um, Zelda. Yeah, being Zelda. And then he asked me, do you know who my son is? You know what my son's name is? And his son's name is Cody. And I, I couldn't, I was so caught up in the moment because right. what happened, at the minute we started talking, it was just Bing and Robin and my cameraman and I, we were uh -huh. just sort of hanging out like this. The minute the light went on and the camera started rolling on the interview, 
Yeah. I had like this massive amphitheater audience in the middle of E3. There was literally like 200 people around us watching this thing. And it was, it was like a blow up raft of a, like, we're on the Tonight Show all of a sudden. You know, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, so I was trying to keep my composure and try to keep up. And so, but he asked me about his son's name and he named his son Cody after Final Fight. I mean, that guy God, is just such loves, yeah. a freak was such a freak for video games yeah. and he was so in heaven and i know you know from stories about him and i hear about him all the time when i travel to the bay area that he was yeah. always at game companies he was always at ea uh you know very curious about the industry and i think it was his mind i think that you know games really appeal to people that have uh you know a heightened sense of awareness of the world i think you know awareness of the world and heightened sense of creativity and, and you know, maybe sleeping disorders as well, you know? Oh, I for think, sure. I think that these things really consume our attention. Yeah. And there's a, a, you know, a logic kind of puzzle part of, uh, of it that tickles the mind all the mm -hmm. time. And I think mm -hmm. if you are smart and quick and, yeah. you know, exploratory and adventurous, sure. you're going to find your way to video games. And a well, lot right. of actors do. Well, and I, the mind on him, the adventurous mind on him, yeah. to, to go from character to character, but then just bring so much improv to the table as well. But to go places that you don't even think he's going to go. Sure. Like, to have that kind of mind is just... I mean, I can't imagine being lost in something like that, which is where well, like the whole um, cycle of depression thing. Yeah, and comes the responsibility in. of it too. Like, imagine the because uh, he has a lifetime, a documented lifetime of incredible moments and right. performances. Yeah, and to maintain that, I mean, we're talking about these older guys in uh, the Expendables maintaining their physical presence, but yeah. to maintain that mental acuteness. Because we lose that, too. God damn. We lose the physicality. Yeah. We lose well, and especially if depression seeps in, for sure. Oh, God, I know. But then I don't know how much of it, too, was, like, the type of comedian he was was so, um, like, punchy. He was just so punchy with yeah. his comedy. And nowadays, I feel like comedy is just so, like, a smoke a joint and lay back in your chair. Right. And, like, more just Stephen making Wright. fun. Yeah, making yeah. fun of the world around you kind of thing. And he's not that person. So maybe, I don't know, I, I shouldn't speculate, but maybe it's just the world around him that didn't understand him anymore, he didn't understand. I, I, th I think that we are a culture that revels in new, yeah. you know, and we always want what's next. And, and I know. Uh, I, you know, I don't think that there's, he was prolific. I mean, he's got like three or four movies that are still going to come out. You oh, know? that's another thing too, is that I, okay, so I was in the plane and there was a movie of his that came out recently with Mila Kunis um, called The Angriest Man in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the movies that was playing and I just felt like I should want, I see his face on my screen in front of me yeah. on this flight. I'm going to watch it. And I felt so sad about it because it wasn't, I mean, he was amazing, but the, the dialogue was awful. Like the movie itself was really mm. just not, not, not the greatest, really him. not worthy of him at all. Yeah. And there was themes of suicide in there as well that I couldn't, I just, I felt like it was really disrespectful for the airline to even have this movie on there. And I just, I know it's all about licensing and everything, but I mean, give, give me Aladdin, man. Give me, yeah. <laughs> give me something that I can just watch and smile with him in. And I, I just feel proud that I was able to live and have this man be a part of my life for so long. Yeah, we should. I think we should just be grateful. I mean, he yeah. was, he was a gift for many generations and, and yeah. uh, a part of this time for sure. And, and, uh, you know, let's, Let's all grow older and tell our kids about them, about this guy <gasps> and, and this guy's work, you know? Aladdin. I, you know what? I was showing Ruby Aladdin last week. Oh. 
for the first time. So she was seeing Robin Williams' performance. She's she's two and a half. She was seeing. Uh, uh, everybody yeah. wants to know your favorite Robin Williams moments. <sighs> yes. Uh, well, I mean, God, I, there are so many. But Good Morning Vietnam was just. Uh, that was amazing. That was amazing for me. It was such a surprise for me because. Uh, like he's hilarious like he's doing his punchy comedy he's doing it all the time but he has this giant heart yep. I just felt like he was playing himself yeah. in that movie more he, than anything that else that was the thing about him is that yeah. he always looked like he was playing himself yeah, he true. was playing Mork and he's like that's who he is that's, <laughs> yeah. but that's he, that guy. he's not an alien you know no. but you always felt like there was truth and, and yeah. heart no matter what he played, even the yeah. psychopaths, even like uh, one hour photo. Oh, in photo. that one hour photo, that yeah. was creepy. Or the, the craziness in The Fisher King. There was just this yeah. empathetic, you know, like hurt. Yes. He let the hurt out. He did. Right? Like yes. you could and you see it. you felt it from him. Yeah, and every, even in Aladdin, even with all of the, the, this animated sort of effort around him, he still felt like... The, like he was hurt. I know, you know? and you, yeah. you did feel it. Yes, yeah, so all of his emotion, like you right. took it in. Like Goodwill Hunting was incredible. Oh my God. He's he, so good in that. I mean, imagine think that about, movie without him in it. Forget about it. Right? Just forget about yeah. it. But all the movies, all these amazing movies, imagine them without him. Yeah. Like how can you? Like yeah. he, he made these movies. Oh, and I loved Mork. I, you know, I'm old <laughs> enough to remember that on TV for the first time and... And uh, I had the Mork figure. I, I got it for Christmas, and it oh came in the God. egg. And uh, you know, I just I knew how much he loved Jonathan Winters, who played uh, I, I can't remember like if we, it was his dad or his mom, or I, I don't remember we, how they they sold it. But we just need to hilarious. have uh, a serious Robin Williams um, marathon. Um, oh, I think that's just, going on. It's going on now, but like this, I just I just want to live in it this weekend. That's what I want. I just, I, I, I don't, I'm so sad about it. Like well, every you know, I'm so sad. I, I hope that the good that comes out of it is that everybody that is depressed or, you know, yeah. has Parkinson's or early onset or, you know, or at the early stages of Parkinson's, yeah. all of the discussion and... Around it, mental health. Yeah. I, I hope that people are what? recognizing they're not alone and that there is help. And that also, this is tragic at every scale. Oh, absolutely. You know? But also for people that don't uh, don't understand the disease and can't wrap their head around what that might mean for someone right. else, for them to actually open their eyes to it a little bit more and do a little bit more research and realize that it is a real thing. Yeah. And that a lot of people suffer from it. So, I, I don't know. I'm really sad about this now. I, it, I, <laughs> listen, the whole world, you yeah. know, I mean, with all of the shit that's going on at... Ferguson and, and uh, the oh, Middle God. East. and There's so many things to There's be. so much shit yeah. to be really bummed out about. And I've been playing Ugh. The Last of Us through all of this. Oh, my God. I got to tell you something. That it, it is it's so soul-crushing to lose myself uh, in The Last of Us. You know, that's it's amazing, right? That's a, it's a profound thing to recognize yeah. about this interactive medium that we talk about. To see all of this death and destruction and darkness and terrible stuff and then to go to a game that is more of that has been hard you know and I've been uh, I've been bummed out but also that game is so well crafted you can't put it down but you, know? you do like it, it does destroy your soul but you do love the emotion like you love yes. feeling these and things the purity no matter of it. Yeah. exactly no matter how deep in into the darkness it brings you like you still yep. the fact that you feel these emotions is something so profound and and I don't know it, well it, and that, that's how we feel about Robin Williams I think I it's mean it, true. it's two side he is the he is the personification of the drama and comedy masks you know so absolutely true right yeah. he is both of that he, and he's tragedy and comedy 
and yeah, and we miss him. But I've been uh, I've been uh, perking myself up with Shovel Knight still. Of still course, one of my favorite things I've played in in a long time. Uh, and yeah. I'm looking forward to Diablo three. We get to talk about Diablo three very soon on PlayStation games. four. Um. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I didn't. I didn't really want to get depressed, but it, like, it's like it's a cathartic thing to up, talk about but it. We and, needed to talk about it. You know? It was, yeah. He matters. Um, he he matters. He, he, yeah. matters. He, he mattered. He matters. And um, he, he, his presence was so big. He was even a part of the Electric Playground. You know, which he, um, this little video game show that I created. He was on it. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. Yeah, he was uh, everywhere. Yeah, an amazing, um, an amazing man to have in our lives. Even though I didn't know him personally, I didn't get to meet him. Yeah, like you did. I'm just happy that I, I've grown up with him. Yeah. We didn't even mention Jumanji. We did not even mention <laughs> that. And I really enjoyed that movie growing up. I watched it 15 million times. I loved it so much. Um, it was always on TV. Any thoughts? It always made me happy. Any thoughts from the uh, viewers or we... questions or anything? Or? Um, yeah, you know, there's lots of people asking. Uh, maybe we could do like one or two reviews in his honor, maybe for that's, yeah, Sui. That's, that's a really not great a bad idea. That yeah. was Robo 15, his, yeah. his idea. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just lots would of Would you guys like to see that? We could, yeah. You let us know. That would be like yeah, a Yeah, you can let us know on, on Twitch right now, or you can let us know if you watch this later on. on, on or just uh, at EPN. message us on Twitter or, or send yeah. us messages. That sounds like a cool yeah. idea. Um, yeah. I'm quick, sorry I made it sad at the end, yes. Just quick questions, because it's uh, three right now. Uh, oh. yeah. What are you guys going to watch this weekend? Uh, Everything Robin Williams. Yeah? Live on Broadway. Go watch it. Yeah. It's stand-up. Okay. Yeah, I might, I might take in some Robin Williams. Uh, I, I, uh, you know what? I'm playing, in addition to seeing Aladdin with Ruby, my yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she couldn't get all the way through it because she's she's still pretty young. So scary stuff. Like remember, Aww. there's a big tiger cave that pops up. Well, Jafar, and stuff. yeah. Yeah, and there's some scary stuff. But Evil. you know, maybe we'll go back to it a little bit. But sure. in addition to doing that with my daughter, I'm yeah. also playing the Wind Waker game oh, with Ruby. So sweet. And she is frontier com- development. Complete. No, no, this is uh, the, oh. the uh, Zelda Wind Waker. Game. Oh, sorry, Wind Waker. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I thought That's you were playing Lost one, Winds. Though. I thought That's you were playing Lost Winds with her. Yeah, she'd love that. But she's brain took me somewhere else. She's in awe of Zelda. She can't believe that there's this cartoon that we're walking around inside of together, you know. Yeah, and so she cool. says, "Go over there," and we go. She says, "I want you to go outside. Go outside." It's like, <laughs> how do you even get these cons? You're two. How do you have this already? You know, what? it's incredible. I, I thought you were playing Lost Ones with her. I I you- not Lost Ones. No. Oh. It's just Wind Waker right now. Okay. Yeah. I heard wind and I got excited. Yeah. So I'll be playing. Um, uh, uh, Diablo 3, because it's on deck oh, for us. Oh, right, yeah. I'll be playing that. Uh, We're going to watch The Aladdin. Killing on Netflix. Watch The Killing shit, no. <laughs> no. Oh, man, more depression. It's just uh, <gasps> a filled with depression, Victor Lucas. Yeah, I'm no. not sure. We'll get through it. It's so going to be fun. Heavy shit. We've got but, a lot uh, of good in our lives. I think you get two thumbs up for The Expendables if you want to go to see something fun. I wouldn't give it two go, thumbs up. I'd give it a Vancouver, thumb and a half. Go to one of the screenings that Brian Provinciano will be in. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian will be there. Five. He'll be there a lot. He's gonna be showing off his own guns. He's got some guns, that guy. He, he is a future member of the Expendables. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the team leader. <laughs> the video game Expendables. We should build that. Yes. Oh shit! And what? The game to play after you see that is yeah. uh, Broforce, and then oh, they have the the Expendables yes. Expendables uh, yes. DLC Expendabros. Expendabros. How yeah. perfect is that? Robocop <gasps> is in. 
bro force. <sighs> that game, man. Because the thing that you game, keep playing it, you, so and you joy. keep finding eighties little thing, but Robocop. I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, this is ridiculous. Everything, bros, come at me, bro. So good. And any uh, other thoughts, follow-ups? No. Hey, listen, everybody. It. Thank you very much for listening, Sora. We got a little, a little dim, a little dark we at the talk end. We have to talk about it, Victor Lucas. Yeah, this, it's, it's all on all of our minds. I apologize for my lethargy. Oh, it's all good. I'll You're be. Great. Oh, thanks. Fine. That's what I need to hear. Uh, we love you, Robin Williams. Thank you, we Robin so Williams. We do. And thank you all for listening. Uh, you want to do the Stitcher? Oh, Stitcher! We're still on Stitcher. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us on uh, on iTunes and in the podcast form. I noticed last weekend we were uh, number two in games and hobbies what? for uh, Canada, and we were number forty nine or something in all podcasts, which was awesome. We were so honored yeah. that you uh, watch and listen and download and stream or whatever. However, you get this, we're really, really happy, and we really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Big Space. Man.